Guaranteed Adventures, where the stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. I'm your GM, Seth, and going around the table, we've got... Nathan. Kyle. Hey, I'm the other Seth. We are short a member at the table tonight. Tim will be joining us with his character around episode four. He couldn't be here for this first recording session as he is home with a new baby. So we're excited for Tim and we look forward to when he'll be back at the table. Today, we are beginning our Rattlestead adventure. And for this adventure, we are going to be using the Tiny Dungeon second edition system. If you're not familiar with that, essentially you roll one to three D6s and you succeed if you roll a five or a six. So the more advantageous situation you're in, the more dice you get. So it is pretty fast, pretty quick, and uh, we're excited to try it out. Rattlestead is a fantasy western, a world where tribes of elves protect the last dragons that have been hunted near to extinction by humans and their expanding railroads, where dwarven prospectors headed west in search of gold and goblins headed west in search of work, honest or otherwise. Here at the table, uh, let's tell you a little bit about the characters that everyone's going to be playing. So I, Nathan, will be playing Pete the Tooth Fairy Grimsley. A scamperous little gnome, who, or not gnome, goblin, wow. <laughs> scamperous little goblin who has a, a thing for teeth. Uh, I'll be playing, this is Kyle, I'll be playing Alvin Rivers, the Mad Gun. Uh, he's a, a half-elf. Uh, yeah, I'm Seth. I'll be playing Three-Fingered Truman, a dwarf. He's 61 years old, still in his prime. He's balding up top. Uh, he's got a luscious beard, red-headed. Um, is this a little bit of a self-insert? What? <laughs> Definitely not redheaded though, for sure. Definitely bald. Uh, but this dwarf, uh, he's balding. He's not fully bald, and his beard is patchy. But he he has tried to manicure it well enough that it's hidden. He's wearing a, from the looks of it, very nice three-piece uh, suit. Um, but if you were his his fellows know that. The three-piece suit isn't as nice as what it may seem to the outsider. So these three gentlemen have been a part of the Saltpeter Boys, a, a criminal gang out in the West. And after a botched job a couple of weeks ago, so they have all been reached out to individually to meet at the Gilded Puppy Saloon and Inn. So the three of you uh, walk into the Gilded Puppy. Uh, who gets there first? Oh, I would. For sure. Got to lay out the land, see who's there that I need to, to grift, possibly, uh, I don't know, pick some pockets or see if there's anyone up for a poker game that doesn't know who I am. Okay. And Rattlestead is uh, the biggest city this far west. You're very near the most western expansion uh, before it just becomes Elfland. And Rattlestead is the biggest city in this part of town. There's a couple, couple more smaller towns, but Rattlestead is kind of the last big city. Yeah, I would say that I've been in Rattlestead. Definitely not my home, but where is home nowadays? All right, so you're looking for uh, somebody to grift? Yeah, absolutely. All right, go ahead and uh, make me a roll for that. Great. That's a failure. You look around, and uh, you can tell that the part of town you're in is kind of a seedy part of town, and people are kind of watching their backs and looking over their shoulders, so there's no easy marks that you can see. Um... I think what I'll do is just sit the table, not necessarily in the corner, but wide out, wide open, so people can see me. Um, but I'll just be shuffling some cards to invite maybe a traveler in and see if they want to play some cards with me. 
All right. As you shuffle your cards, who comes in next? So Pete's a relatively short little goblin fellow. Like, likes to keep his hair a little bit slick to the side, kind of that greasy, slick, though. Black hair, yellow eyes, dress. Proper for a goblin, but not not the fanciest of all the, the lads, though. All right. Uh, so as you come in, you recognize Truman. You recognize Truman sitting at the table, shuffling cards. Uh, and you also see, right at the bar, there's not a brawl going on, but there are a couple of big fellows who are having a bit of a heated argument. Uh, do any of them, like, what, what kind of is the altercation between the two of them? Uh, they seem to be arguing over a woman. Okay. Can I try to clock which woman it is? <laughs> it's, uh, they keep referencing Rebecca, but uh, it's not evident if she's even there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just walk up to a random woman I've seen in an ass, like, tap on their shoulder or kind of tap on the, their hip relatively, because I imagine that's probably where more so it's okay. height <laughs> for me. I'm like, excuse me, are you Rebecca? <laughs> Wait, what kind of... You're just tapping on a woman's hip? Yep. Okay. Uh, you're just poking your butt? Like, excuse me, you're Rebecca? Uh, this angry-looking uh, middle-aged woman turns and glares at you and says, Nine, Rebecca. Oh. Who's asking? Those two over there. And I point at the people at the bar. Oh, those hoodlums. Nah, Rebecca's the singer. She's going to come on in the next half hour, so... Mm. <laughs> this is a woman. <laughs> uh, she's a smoker. <laughs> Not even once, kids. Fair enough. Uh, she just turns back to what she's doing. Yep. I just go look over and I say, oh, hey. Hey, Truman. <laughs> Why do you got to act like you know me right away? I'm, t- I'm trying to invite the, the strangers in. I mean, I feel like I'm pretty strange. <laughs> well, I can't argue with that, you know? <laughs> look, we've spent how many weeks together? I know we're meeting a guy here. I honestly can't remember his name. I, probably because I don't care. But can we just... You go sit over there. I need just welcome the strangers in. I need to see if I can get something. I'm, I'm running low on funds. Oh, need some funds? Here, let me uh, like shuffle a little bag with a little rattling noise. You, Where'd you get that? <laughs> I opened the bag and there's just teeth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Pete, why, why do you still carry those? It's my collection. It's my, my treasure. Yeah, but you know, anybody else in this room is going to see that. <laughs> All right, gonna... fine. <laughs> and I walk away. Uh, after, after Pete walks away, a person comes up to both Pete and Truman. Uh, Truman, the person that walks up to you is a reasonably tall woman with a human woman, long, dark hair, and she is like dressed in like a big, wide, red and white dress like she's ready to uh, go performing. And she comes up and says, ooh, looking for a game, partner? Yeah, absolutely. Sit on down. She sits down. What are the stakes? Two. (laughs) (laughs) Two bits. Two bits. She slaps two coins on the table and says, a little lower than I usually play, but not bad for getting warmed up. I don't want to take all your money right away. She kind of chuckles and says, we'll see about that. Okay. Uh, yeah, so what are you trying to do? As any good grifter knows, first you got to let them win. So I'm going to try to use my nimble fingers to try to load the deck, but in her favor. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll for it. Now, do I have advantage because it's one of the traits that I have, or is it just regular because I have a trait? What trait do you have? Nimble fingered. 
I imagine that gives you advantage. Do you have it written down, yep. Nathan? Yep. It's advantage on uh, testing with lock pickings, stealing, sleight of hand. There you go. You get advantage. So you get to roll three dice. All right, here we go. And any five or six will succeed. Perfect. That's two fives and one six. <laughs> uh, Not that yeah. it matters, but you know. The woman wins very easily. Just very soundly. Oh, man. You're, you're good at this. She says, oh, well, thank you. Uh, and she takes uh, all four coins on the table. Well, do you want to raise the stakes? You know, you said that was easy. Uh, I, I lay down another uh, 25. She grins uh, and uh, dumps an equal amount of coins on the table. Perfect. All right, I'm going to let her win again. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. But not, I, my goal is to not let her win significantly, but more of a better shot, you know, like equal fair fighting or uh, equal footing. That's what sure. I have to say. Yeah. Five and a six. Uh, yeah. She wins again and rakes all 50 coins towards her. Okay. Lady, you're, you're taking all my money. Can, okay. This is all I have. Double or nothing. I, <laughs> she looks at you and kind of gets a smirk on her face and says, welcome to Rattlestead and turns around and walks to the stage. I, uh, I make eye contact with, uh, with Pete and I like widen my eyes and look at her like, do it. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> As you look at Pete, you see that Pete uh, has been approached by another goblin that you, recognize, that you both recognize as Hambone. Hambone was a part of the Saltpeter Boys back in the day. He wasn't on the particular last job that went wrong, uh, but he did a lot of the communication and planning. So Hambone comes up to Pete and says, ah, Tooth Fairy. You hey, made, Hambone. You made pretty good time here, didn't you? Yeah. And Hambone so. is kind of a jittery guy. He's like always drumming on something, whether it's himself or the table or whatever. So he's kind of nervously tapping on stuff. He's like, uh, where's, where, where are the others at? Uh, well, I think, uh, mm, I think Truman's over, he's over there. And I point where, like, <laughs> I uh, point at Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you see Rebecca walking away up to the stage. And like, yep, there's Truman right there. <laughs> uh, what, what does Truman look like? <laughs> he just looks very distraught of like, I had that in the bag. I purposely let her win. Like, why does this always happen to me? Hammond, Hammond's like, all right, we better, we better go, uh, we better go join Truman. Hey, hey, three fingers Truman, Truman. <laughs> hey, Truman. <laughs> hey, Truman. <laughs> Truman. I try not to look. I like put my hand up and uh, cover my eyes like I'm not even looking at them. Uh, Hambone keeps waving. Hey, hey, Truman, it's me, Hambone, from the Saltpeter Boys. I pick up my cards, toss them <laughs> away like, oh. all right, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. Uh, about that time, as you're walking over to join the two goblins, um, Alvin comes in. And uh, what does Alvin look like as he comes in? Uh, Alvin's a uh, half-elf. He is about six foot. He's pretty average height. Uh, he has medium, long, light brown hair and green eyes. He dresses really nicely. He's got like the like a, like Western higher class wear. Usually wears black, has a black cowboy hat. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you see, uh, you see uh, Truman frustratedly walking over to join Pete and Hambone, all of whom you recognize. I'm going to walk to the, the bar first. Okay. As you walk to the bar, uh, a lady has just taken the stage. And so all eyes in the bar 
all, all eyes in the saloon kind of turn to her as she starts singing. There's a gentleman playing the piano as well. Uh, and she starts, she starts singing and dancing and kind of all eyes are on her right now. Uh, the bartender is kind of a, the bartender's a dwarf. He's really nicely clean cut, got a long, well manicured beard. Uh, he's standing on a step stool as he reaches over the bar and he says, all right, what can I do for you? The usual. Uh, have you been here before? Yeah. To Rattlesnake? Okay. I've yeah. been to like every place. Yeah, you've the, been everywhere. The usual, even though I've never been there, but you've heard of me. So what do you put down on the... I put down you, five coins. Okay. And he's like, uh, who are you with today? Those three over there. Okay. He uh, has drinks sent over to that table for them. And uh, he also sends a drink to uh, a large man who had recently been arguing uh, at the bar, but is now just transfixed at the woman on the stage. Uh, and he hands you a cup of hot tea. Okay. And then I'll take my tea and walk over to the boys. All right. So all three of you and Hambone are together, uh, right as a waiter brings out drinks for uh, Truman and Pete. So Hambone says, oh, good, good, good to see you there, Alvin. I'm glad you all could make it. Now, I guess we, we should probably be a little bit discreet now here. So maybe we should go to the back room. No, out in the open. Nobody expects us to talk bad out in the open. Oh, that's, that's a good point. Nobody. Let's go to the back room. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I did what hear I... people screaming earlier that we were with the Salt Peter boys, though. So maybe we doesn't matter now, but well, maybe we should uh, be a little bit more discreet. Oh, and he's the, he, and he's like casually like glaring at Hambone. <laughs> Hambone just is like nervously drumming on stuff, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, okay, okay. Let's uh, let's let's head to a back room then." And uh, you guys head to a back room. The bartender lets you back there. And uh, you can still kind of hear the singing off in the distance, but it's much quieter. As we go towards the back room, I'll toss him two more coins. Sure. Uh, Yeah, and you've got a little bit of privacy now. And Hambone says, so, uh, you boys been all right? I hear there's been marshals after everybody from the gang. Yeah, no thanks to you. No thanks to me? What, I I wasn't even there. Yeah, bad information from you. No, 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 my information was good. The job was solid. It was planned well. Then how did we, how did... What happened? That's what I want to know. What did you guys see? Well, everything. All we heard was shooting. Like we heard, we saw everyone go in, and then about five minutes later, shooting, and then an explosion, and then we ran because explosions aren't good. Hey, that's true. My daddy always taught me that. My grandpa died in an explosion. Didn't throw the dynamite far enough. Hambone, you and your family. I swear. Well, look, how has it even gotten this Hambone, far? Which grandpa it's- was this? Out the of your one. ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but look, anyway, things went real south inside the bank. From what I've been able to tell, it sounds like uh, the boys started shooting at each other because somebody switched the bags. Nobody, up. nobody in the gang would betray one another. We're solid. That's what I thought. But who else would have done it? Who else could have done it? They switched the bags. We lo- they loaded up the bags with cash, but by the time they were about ready to haul them out towards you guys, they were full of rocks. No cash. Just worthless rocks. Look, somebody switched them bags, and then somebody started the shooting. And look, after the shooting, after the shooting started, there was this big explosion. Didn't make no sense. We didn't bring any dynamite to this job. I don't know where the explosion came from. Didn't make a lick of sense. Blew a wall in the whole side of the building. We were Wait, set up. Blew we, a wall? Blew a hole. <laughs> we were set up. So, some, someone betrayed us. That's what I was thinking. Who, who did you give all the information to? Well, let's see. There was two shoes, Billy. He's caught now. Marshall's got him. There was one shoes, Billy. He's caught two. Marshall's got him. No shoes, Billy. 
He disappeared, though. Turned up dead a week later. Oh, but look. All three Billies? All three of them. From what I've been able to tell, it seems like about everybody in the gang's been caught by the marshals. Sounds like there's a Marshal Collins that's hunting us down. Everybody except for five of us. Me, they haven't found me yet. I've been sneaky. Three of you, they haven't found you yet. And uh, did any of you guys betray him? Y- we y'all, weren't y'all even, betrayers? We weren't even in there. We weren't even in there. How could we betray him? That's what I figured. I figured it wasn't you. That's why I called you here. Yeah. Are you setting us up for a trap? No, nope, I'm not setting you up for a trap. I want answers. I want to know what happened to that money because that money never turned up. The rocks, they didn't turn up neither. The money and the rocks, all gone. Big explosion. Half the town burned down after that. So who's the last one that wasn't caught? Trapper Gaines. Trapper Gaines. He was there. He was loading the bags. Could have been him what pulled the switch. Everybody's been caught. They said they didn't do it. But it seems like Trapper Gaines, if he didn't do it, he'd at least know something about what happened. Rumor has it that he's holed up in Talon's Run. And you would all recognize that Talon's Run is a small town just west of here. So what are you boys thinking? Was that a trap for Trapper Gaines? (laughs) Trap for Trapper Gaines? I think we can do that. I want answers. Quite frankly, I want that money. Maybe some of them rocks. So you're all going to head to Talon's Run, see see if you can find Trapper? Oh, I guess if we're going to want anything from the spoils, we're going to have to find out what happened. I'd like to know who set us up. I want answers. I want teeth. Pete, we can always get your teeth. I swear. I I want the teeth of the guy who did it. (laughs) What is it? Okay. Alvin, talk some sense into this. What, what are we supposed to do? I think first we need to get our bearings. So we need to stay here for a little bit, make some money, and draw out a better plan than just going there. But by the time we wait it out, Trapper Gaines might be gone. Uh, Knowing Trapper, ha- he's probably set for a bit. Hambone pulls out a pocket watch and looks at it and says, Oh, I've been here for about 10 minutes. I better be on the move. Don't like to stay in one place for too long. Right, good luck to you boys. I really hope you find some answers. I'll, when you find some answers, meet me back here. I'll, I'll be somewhere. I'll, I'll see you. So, I'm sure you'll hear about what happened anyway. That's what I figured. That's how the Salt Peter boys work. All right. And uh, he just kind of nods and tips his hat and heads out the door. As, as he's about to walk out, I, I walk him to the door quickly. Hey, uh, Hambone, can I, can I get a loan? Just a short stint of bad luck. I, I recently... Very recently uh, lost some money, so. Is, is this anything like your last in a bad luck? What? What, that was ages ago. It was two weeks ago. And I got it all back, didn't I? No! Well, I got most of it back. And then you apparently lost it again. Well, see, but that's the thing. I get it back. I just happen to always, I always lose it. All right, you know? all right, tell you what. You already owe me a decent amount of money. But he pulls out one coin, and he gives it to you and says, here you go. I can always take make this, it. turn it into more. Yep. I can always make something out of one. Always okay? pay your debt, son. I'm, I'm older and bigger than you. Ammo, leave. It's been 10 minutes. <laughs> Thank you for the dollar. Oh, <laughs> and he kind of jumps up and runs away. Before he leaves, I'm like, Hambone, don't be yelling our names out in public again. What was that, Alvin? I swear I'm going to kill that goblin one day. Uh, he's, he's gone. <laughs> this well, is why I always liked you better, Pete. Oh, shucks. Yeah, so what do you guys want to do? Well, as much as I don't want to listen to Hambone, he, he does have some logic that we probably shouldn't stay in one place for too long. Yeah, well, Especially. I did my usual when I came into the bar, so I know the most important figure in this bar right now. 
We can probably get a job from him. Hopefully it's one outside of town. And slowly gather more information about... Well, where was the place again? Talon's Run. We can get more information about Talon's Run. And we can slowly start planning more. Wait, the guy, though. Was he a big guy at the bar? Yep. We should probably let, let, wait till after performance. No, I, I figured. But I, I have marked him. As you say that, uh, you notice that the singing stops. The singing and music stops out there. And... Uh, you hear a whistle, which Alvin, you recognize as coming from the barkeep as a sign of trouble. All right. What? Pete, go scout it out. All right. You're small. <laughs> they won't notice you as well. I'm going to start looking. I've got a bad feeling. I'm going to start looking in this room for another way out besides the door. There's a window. Great. I'm going to open that window. Get open ready. that window. <laughs> I'm going to get open. ready. Uh, yeah. I will throw you out that window. You're, yeah. So do you all, you all have horses? Yep. <laughs> so are your horses like... <laughs> yes, I have a horse. Okay. <laughs> I have a donkey named Horse. <laughs> yeah, I always tie mine for a way that if he pulls it, it immediately comes undone, though. Right. Sure. So you're kind of on the back of the building. Your horses would be on the front of the building. So you'd be able to jump out the back window if you needed to. Okay. So, you're, yeah, the window is, it, it takes a little jiggling, but it opens. You want me to go out and get the, get the horses and bring them out back? Well, you we don't quite know what's going on yet. Well, if it's trouble, we know it's trouble. I guess. Right, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, uh, I'll help him out the window. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get out the window, and then I'll start going towards the front. To okay, the horses. Yeah. So you're heading out the window. Truman, uh, Pete, were you heading into the saloon? Uh, I was going to like peek at least around the corner to see what was going on in the saloon. Okay, and Alvin, what are you doing? I'm just waiting to hear what's going on. Okay, so Pete, you see um, the people, the regular saloon patrons have exited, and there is a woman uh, in a white duster and a white hat, guns on her hips, badge on her on her coat, slowly walking through the saloon, kind of looking around. Um, like, she, she was watching everybody as they left, uh, and now it's just her in there, and she's kind of looking around and starts to slowly pace her way back your way. Uh, I'll turn to, to Alvin and be like, oh, we should probably skedaddle. All righty. Get over here, Pete. And I'll just, like, throw him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Truman, you were the first one out the window and headed around the building. So uh, go ahead and make a s roll for... Are you trying to sneak? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and make a roll for sneaking. No, sir. Uh, yeah, you, you're kind of sneaking, but when you turn around, when you pop around the corner, you're kind of surprised by what you see, so you kind of stumble out a little farther than you meant, uh, and you see that there's several, several people gathered around where the horses are. They're kind of looking at the horses. They've untied a couple and given them to their owners, but they're kind of waiting... A couple guys waiting outside the horses, a couple guys outside the door. Some of them have guns drawn. Uh, you definitely recognize the, the big guy that was inside the saloon earlier. Uh, both of them, actually, that we're arguing. Shoot. Uh, they're waiting by the horses? Or yes. Or they're just... Okay. There are... Let's see. There are three guys waiting by the horses, and there are six guys waiting by the saloon doors. Uh, and Truman, you're pretty sure that at least one of them saw you. Uh, I'm going to... Act confidently, you know, if, if you act confident, there's no questions. And just walk across the street like I know what I'm doing. Like, this is what I'm meant to do. Like to a different business? Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. I'm not looking for the horse. Yep. No, I'm going across. Uh, I'm yeah. confident. Go ahead and uh, make a roll for, uh, like, bluffing. Gosh darn it. <laughs> oh, that's a failure. 
Uh, you're a little, uh, little, little startled, and uh, as you walk past, um, my, my left hand, which only has three fingers, which is where I got my name from, yeah. is very apparent right now. Yeah, your left hand with three fingers is sticking out to the side, and uh, one of the guys looks down at a poster he's holding, and looks up at you, and looks down at the poster, and looks up at you, and says, "I think that's Tooth Fairy Pete." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the guy next to him smacks him on the back of the head and says, no, you idiot, that's Three Fingers Truman. Get him. I, I immediately look at him and like, you take that back. <laughs> I am not Tooth Fairy Pete. I feel like that's probably the moment where I'm thrown out the window. As I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right as you're arguing with the guy, Pete comes flying out the window, followed shortly by Alvin. And uh, the three of you are staring down the nine guys at the front of the saloon. Uh, I'm going to go for my horse. All right. Anybody else doing anything? Like, they're in between us and our horses, though? Three guys are. Six guys are more off to the side. Is there a wheel close by? Is there a wheel close by? Yeah, there's a wheel leaning up against the side of the building. I grab it and hold it in front of me. (laughs) All right. All right, so Truman, you're charging for your horse? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead and give me a roll for uh, charging right at them. And uh, because there's so many of them, I'm going to give you disadvantage for it to see if you can just get past them and get to your horse. That'd be a four. Oh, close. Uh, yeah, you charge toward them, uh, but one of them actually draws draws a pistol and starts shooting. He misses, but he hits the ground near your feet and uh, kind of delays you. Don't shoot my feet. I don't want to become three-toed Pete or whatever. I'll Pete's make you no-toed name. Pete. He hollers out. Uh, who, Alvin who, Pete. Who were the Billies before? <laughs> no shoot. <laughs> Two shoot Billy, one shoot Billy, and no shoot I don't want to join the Billies. No one lacks the Billy. <laughs> All right, Ivan, Pete, what are you guys thinking? Well, if they're shooting, I'm just gonna stand in front of Alvin with my with my wheel shield. Okay, and I'll be like, I got you. I'm gonna shoot the guy who shot. All right, at Truman. Let's uh, everybody roll initiative. So how we're gonna do initiative is a slight house rule. You're gonna roll initiative. If you succeed, you go before the bad guys. If you fail, you go after the bad You're guys. Just one dying. Two dice. Two dice. You just need a five or a six. A five or a six. Okay. On one of the dice? On one of the dice. I got a five and a six. You got a five and a six? Yep. So you succeeded. I got a six. I got a six. Okay. So the three, you get to act. You can act in any order uh, before they all get to act. I'm going to shoot the guy that shot at Truman because no one shoots at my boys. All right. On your turn, you get two actions. Um, So attacking is an action. Moving is an action. You can evade which will give you a chance to avoid damage if somebody hits you. Pete, as a goblin, gets to do that for free, basically. And you can focus, which will basically let you aim, and on your next action, you'll succeed on a four, five, or six. Or you can do a different skill test entirely, but that's the basic actions. So can I shoot and then aim and then shoot twice next turn? Yes, it carries over. I don't need to reload because I have quick shot, right? Correct. Yep, you have quick shot, so you don't have to worry about reloading. I'll shoot and then just aim for the next... All right, go ahead and give it a roll. And do I just roll twice, two die, right? Uh, if you are mastered with this weapon, you get three. I just need a five or a six. Five or a six to hit him on and cause any, damage. On any of the die. On any of the dice. There's a five. And uh, I'm also going to do a slight house rule that if you get additional successes on damage, each additional success will cause an additional point of damage. I only got one. All right, so yeah, you uh, hit him and kind of peg him in the shoulder. And he actually drops his gun because of it. He's not dead, but he drops his gun. Uh, and the other two guys between you and the horses do not appear to have weapons. They're the two big guys from inside. I'm going to take that opportunity and uh, run towards my horse again and 
ignore ignore the guy that was shooting at me and just keep on running. I'm trying to get to the horses. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. So if you're trying to avoid being shot, I would say that probably is an evade action. Okay. But yeah, you can then move towards the horses. Yep. Uh, and just since they're in the way, go ahead and roll to see if you can uh, get past them. And you'll get a roll again if they try to damage you. Great. Ooh. Uh, all right. You charge toward them. But as you get close, the two big guys from inside kind of grab you one by each arm and kind of stop you from getting past. Do they lift me up? Not yet. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Don't demoralize me. <laughs> uh, Pete. Uh, I'd like to... Uh, take aim at one of the, I guess the arms of one of the guys wrapping around, uh, Truman now. Okay. And I will take one of the, grab a tooth out of my bag and I'll just kind of like hold it in my finger then like in a pinching kind of flicking motion, fire at him, which is also as it's being flicked though, it kind of ignites and is now being more of a, a flame shot. All right. <laughs> at the guy's shoulder. Yeah. Go ahead and roll it. And did you say you were going to aim and focus first? Yes. Okay. So you'll succeed. So if you do that as your first action, you'll succeed on a four, five, six. <laughs> it's a three. Right. A three. Oh, uh, he, uh, he sees it coming and manages to kind of duck his head out of the way. It almost gets him, singes his hair a little bit, but doesn't hurt him. And Alvin, did you do a second action? I aimed. You aimed. Okay. But I'm still, I'm like behind the shield. Aiming. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Truman, the two guys uh, that have a hold on your arms... They're going to just kind of hold you down, and the other one that got shot in the shoulder, he's going to stand up and straighten out and just do a gut punch. Oh. Uh, and he is going to hit you for one damage with a gut punch with his gun arm. Uh, and then he's going to uh, pull back and do another, go for, an, uh, go for another punch, which uh, he hits you again for another damage. Oh. And then uh, one of the guys that's in front of the saloon is going to run inside um, where the marshal is, and of the other guys, two of them are going to raise guns and start shooting at, uh, one's going to shoot at Pete, and one's going to shoot at Alvin. Uh, but Alvin, since you're partially covered, he's going to have disadvantage, uh, because Pete is in front of you. So I'll do Alvin, the guy shooting at Alvin first. Uh, he misses his first shot, it gets blocked by Pete's, uh, wagon wheel shield, but uh, the second one flies right through the spokes and uh, grazes Alvin, so you take one damage. Pete, you've got a shot coming at you. Or two shots, actually. It'll be two. He shoots, and uh, you block the first one with your shield, no problem. Your wagon wheel shield. The second one flies through. So you, it misses your shield. I would like to use my goblin agility to try to like do a barrel roll. <laughs> well, All right. I guess I'll... I'll a wheel roll. Wagon, wagon, wagon wheel roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. You get 2d6 because you have the shield master trait. Yep. Great. <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's four. like four. You missed it by one. It's just the worst. Horse. <laughs> a four. It's just the worst. So you're getting ready to dive out of the way, but it, it kind of grazes your stomach uh, and nicks you for two damage, actually. <laughs> he rolled pretty well. He rolled a six and a five. Uh, the, so there's three other guys up there and. Those three are going to start running towards you, but it takes about their whole, they, it takes their whole turn for, before they can get to you. So now they're up to where they're, they're near you. Uh, and we're back to you guys. I would like to use my, because I previously aimed, I would like to shoot at the two guys holding him. Okay. Like simultaneously? Yeah, just like. Okay, I'll let you, I'll let you do, yeah. Just roll it as two shots. And technically your aim will only apply to one. 
the way the rules work. Double success on one. Double success. Uh, you take him and you drop him. Headshot. He's down. Uh, the other one, uh, you hit and he lets go of Truman. So Truman is free now. Uh, and now both of the people near Truman have been shot once. Have a gunshot wound. All right, so Truman or Pete? Truman, it's time to show your stuff. All right, I'm going <clears> to <throat> whip out my daggers hey. uh, in my sleeves. All right. Hidden. Sleeve daggers. That's right. I am not mastered in these. Are you proficient? I am proficient. All right. So you get two dice. Yep. So I'm going to try to take out the uh, other big guy. Yep. Okay. Got the other big guy. That's a success. Uh, yeah, you hit him. Uh, and he, he falls to the ground out of the fight saying, it was all for you, Rebecca. <laughs> With his dying words, I look at him. She stole my money. <laughs> it wasn't bad luck. It was Rebecca. She stole my heart. <laughs> Let it go, man. And then uh, I'm going to keep running to my horse. Uh, all right, there's still one guy that's there. The guy that was punching you. Uh, Kill him. You're, you're very close to the horses. Kill them. Uh, can I just try to evade? Uh, use yeah. my last one to evade? Yeah, use your last yep. one to evade. Sure. Yep. Okay. Uh, Pete, there's three guys that are running your way. Um, I was going to go. Going to pull out my dagger. I'm going to try to, like, swipe at their Achilles tendons. Okay. <laughs> Dirty. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and uh, roll it. Are you mastered with daggers? Yep. <laughs> All right. So you get three dice. So your first one. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> it's actually just really unlucky timing as you as you swipe right as he's taking a step over the dagger. You got So you missed the first wheel. one just by, by pure luck. Uh, taking the second spot. One, one, two. <laughs> oh. uh, the, the next one, this t- the, person saw it, the next person saw what you were trying to do and actually manages to step on your dagger and kind of knock it to the ground uh, as you do. So you're, you're low on the ground, and now there's basically three guys around you. And um, let's see. One of them, the one that knocked your dagger to the ground, is going to attempt to kick you. All right, he rolled a successful hit. Well, I'm going to try to roll out of the way once again. <laughs> That's a five. All right, he kicks you, and the, the f- foot connects, <laughs> but you kind of just, like, bend and roll in such a way that you basically take the force of the kick so you don't get hurt and just kind of roll out of the way, so you're out of reach of them now as well. Uh, so he kind of pulls back for another kick but kicks it thin air as you're not there. Um, Alvin, uh, the other two guys... Uh, one of them is going to come punching at you. So he's going to move in close and then punch at you. And he rolled a successful hit for one damage. So where does he hit you? Probably the face. Right in the face. Uh, the next one pulls a knife and moves in close and thrusts at you with a big buoy knife. You managed to kind of deflect the thrust with the knife, though. Uh, and we're back to you guys. Did you take out the gun, the gun punch in the eye? He's got, you've got two guys, Alvin has two guys next to him. One with a knife, one with his fist. Well, no, I didn't take out the guy you did yet. Like, you, okay. you're running away from that dude. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get to the horses. And now I kind of need to take care of the two guys in front of me. Yeah, since yeah. you evaded last time, I'm going to say you safely get to, to the horses. Okay. Uh, is There's it, still a guy chasing you. He's fine. got a gunshot wound. That's fine. But you get to the horses. I'm trying to untie him. I want, I want him to get going. So do I, do I recognize all three horses? Yeah, I mean, you recognize them all. Okay. Well, two horses and a donkey named horse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you guys all, you do the old Salt Peter boys trick of uh, 
tying a knot that you know how to undo quick. So you basically just do a quick yank and they all come loose. Great. I'm going <clears> to <throat> get on top of mine and uh, grab the other two reins. And uh, I guess if that's all my actions, I'm going to start making my way forward back towards the other two to get um, pick them up. Uh, go ahead and give me a roll just for like agility. And if you succeed, you make it back to the other two with all the horses. Great. If you don't, you're on your way. I definitely do not. All that right, you're on a, your way. That was a one and two. You're on your way. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, Alvin and Pete. Uh, I guess, would he be then, would the, the horses and horse be within, like, running range then? Like, could we run up you to You could them? move to them, yes. Okay. Then, yep, I'm going to run up to to horse and saddle him. Is okay. That, is that one movement, or is that going to be both, like? You can run up and then get on top of him. Okay. Yeah. Like that? Yep. And so another action still? Uh, is that that would that, probably take both of your actions. Because, okay. yeah. yeah, he That's wasn't was right asking. next to you, so you had to move to get to him. That's more what I was asking about. Him. Gotcha. So. All right, Alvin. I'm going to try and shoot the two guys in front of me. All right. Do what works. That's one success on one of them. Uh, yeah, you hit him. He drops to the ground. He's out of the fight. And that's two successes on the other one. Uh, yeah, same deal. You just, bam, peg one, bam, peg the other, and they both drop. So there's one guy left on the ground that Pete ran away from, and then there's one guy that's futilely chasing after uh, Truman. I wanted to say Thurman. That wasn't <laughs> right. Truman. Am I allowed Three, to Pete. loot people, or is that an action? That would take an action. Okay. Yeah. But you're standing there uh, right as the horses all get up to you. Um, and the other guy, the, the guy that was fighting Pete, just kind of backs away. He's like, I don't want to get shot. He kind of just puts his hands up and walks backwards. You heard the rumors? You're, he says, you're, you're the Mad Gun, aren't you? Mad Gun Rivers. Yep. Uh, and he just turns and runs away. And the guy that had been chasing Truman from the horses, he, he kind of turns and runs away too. Uh, and as they do, and you hop on your horse, the marshal comes out the front of the building. And you're, you guys are a, di a distance away. She's not close. She's not like right next to you or anything. She looks up at you and says, well, I guess there really were some saltpeter boys here, weren't there? Can't prove it. And start riding off. That's not my name. <laughs> All right, so you guys are riding away. Rebecca. No, <laughs> <laughs> that what you yell as yes. you're riding off into the sunset? <laughs> no, we're them Silver Rock boys. <laughs> oh, the Silver Rock boys. Okay, so you guys ride off into the sunset. Uh, the marshal doesn't draw her guns or anything. She just kind of watches as you go. And then if you look behind you, you can kind of see she's checking to see who's dead and alive. Um, Talon's Run. Uh, where Trapper's supposed to be hiding out, is the town directly west of here? Is that the direction you guys are generally headed? Or are you going to uh, head somewhere else? What's, the, uh, what's another town that's either north or south of that? North or south? Uh, I know the area well, so. Yeah. But I don't know the area. There, Alvin knows the area well. Uh, Hawks Hill would probably be the closest north town. Okay. We'll head to Hawks Hill. Okay. All right, so you guys head north to Hawks Hill, as uh, I know the bartender. Marshal Ida Collins watches you ride off into the distance. And I think that's where we'll call it for this first episode. Yeah! So, <laughs> some rootin' tootin' <laughs> action. Yippee! Some terrible rolling. Some Hi. terrible rolling. This has been Guaranteed Adventures. I'm your Marshal Seth. And going around the table, we've got Nathan playing Pete Grimsley. <laughs> and Kyle playing Mad Gun Alvin Rivers. And I'm Seth playing Three Finger Truman. All right, this has been Guaranteed Adventures. Thanks for listening, and have a good one.
Guaranteed Adventures is brought to you by Seth Guthrie as our GM, Nathan Kuypers, Kyle Bateman, Tim Gallegos, and myself, Seth Kleinwert. Our theme song was created by Rob Benson, and our Rattlestead theme is Country Vibes by Caffeine Creek Band. Each season will consist of 5 to 10 episodes and an adventure guaranteed. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GUAdventurePod. Our website is GUAdventurePod.com. Please feel free to give us a rating on your podcast platform of choice and share it with your friends. Thanks so much for sticking around to the end of the episode. Here's a preview of our next episode coming up next week. Hey, uh, he lost some of his fingers in the coyote attack. Phantom pain, sir. Uh, I've been there. Eddie holds up his hand, and it's just got one finger left on it. <laughs> which which finger is it? You can imagine. <laughs> the thumb. <laughs> he just constantly gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all what, 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 did, what did all you do right, that? though. <laughs>